It's a Friday. Welcome back to the Hoop Genius Podcast. I just shouted that so loud, my microphone span round. Welcome back to the Hoop Genius Podcast, brought to you by NBA 2K23. BJ Armstrong and Mo <laughs> back with you once again. My microphone is broken, BJ. I'm going to need to fix this during the show. So if I if I cut you out, should, you should because you wait. Yeah, you scream so loud, it should be out. It There's a reason be. why. <laughs> reason B. There's a reason, reason why. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> the the illness I was suffering from is now long gone. I feel back to my best. Oh, okay, okay, beautiful. Which is beautiful. a blessing. Welcome back. We thank the Lord. Welcome back. Appreciate it. But the other reason is we saw a battle the other night between the two best teams in the NBA. The best team in the East and the best team in the I West. didn't see a battle. I didn't see a battle. <laughs> I, 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 I saw I a, battle. a battle. Okay. Equivalent okay. to, okay. I'm not even going to give a metaphor. It was the most one-sided battle I've seen in a very, very, very long time. Maybe you know, this, this is since... Becoming, this is becoming routine with, the, with, the, with our sons. Maybe since, I was going to say, they played the Dallas Mavericks in the playoffs. It was a funny game, BJ. It was on the road in Phoenix. How about that? My yeah. personal highlight of the game. Monty Williams prepares to take the starters out. You know when you're losing the game, you usually take the starters out like five minutes going fourth. Maybe even like earlier in the fourth quarter. Halfway through the third with six minutes to go. He's pulling out his stars. The Celtics are up by 40 five points at that time right right 94 to 49 quite quite the scoreline and you know just and the other, chris the paul other week, chris paul was back too chris paul was back chris paul was back just the other week we, you were talking about devin booker we were both talking about devin booker being in the mvp conversation jason tatum obviously is a resident in the mvp conversation now but i watched the game last night and that might have been devin booker's worst game of the season so far 17 points on six of 17 shooting five personal fouls and in 25 minutes of action he was a negative 40 that means in the 25 minutes he was on the court the lineups he was in were outscored by 40 points Jalen Brown has to be an all-star that's not even a debate for me okay it's not a conversation we're not going to have a discussion Jalen Brown is an all-star I think that was like his 19th straight game with 20 plus points maybe maybe I'm wrong I saw something about that last night Jalen Brown is an all-star absolutely outclassed him it was almost as if Jalen was saying I'm the best shooting guard in the league almost as if but that minus 40 for Devin Booker is tied with Royce O'Neal and Kelly Oubre for the lowest plus minus in the game this season BJ Tell me why this keeps happening to the Phoenix Suns. Well, clearly, clearly there is something within, you know, the group that needs to be discussed. And one, you know, you have two elite offensive players on the other side of the ball, right? The other, you're talking about Luka Doncic. And in this case, you talk about Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Brown. That's the first thing. Yeah, and Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown is right we, there. No, we got to put him in that but, conversation now. I'm yeah, not but, saying he's but, an MVP candidate, but he's up there. But we're talking about just too specific. When you say offensive players, you can argue that 
both Luka Doncic and Jason Tatum are the best offensive players in the entire league. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can argue, you can argue that. Second, the pace of the game suddenly now gets dictated by those players. Why? Is because you have to double those players. And Phoenix is a team that doesn't double. They don't like to double. They don't like to compromise the way they play on the defensive end, right? They have a they, they have what's called a drop coverage. Mm-hmm. The Phoenix Suns. That's where the DeAndre big man, Aiden when there's their, a screen roll, the big man yes. will sink backwards to contain any And drives. you literally, you have to, in my opinion, you have to double or give absolute help to those two players in any type of one-on-one coverage or a screen roll. And until you make an adjustment on that end, you know, they're just going to continue to exploit it. I think once the Dallas Mavericks last year caught on to the coverage, they just exploited it. (laughs) And clearly last night, because when your team starts losing by 40 points, you know, you're going to have those type of games from time to time during the course of a season, right? You know, every year we would account for at least three to five of those games that just unexplained reasons, right? Team gets hot. You just come out flat, travel, your plane gets delayed, you get in at three, four in the morning. You know, you're going to have these type, but you get Chris Paul back, you're at home, big game, television, and you're down 45. But the crowd now, was more supporting the Celtics than the Suns. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it was just, so you can see that there's something going on. Now, I think it's just, a, it just, it's because, you know, you have two players who are just that good on the offensive end. I mean, you you have to help on Luka Doncic. You have to. I don't, you know, he's just that good. He's re- literally that good. And Jason Tatum, Mo, Jason Tatum right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, Giannis is still the best player in the league, but I'm going to tell you something. This kid, I'm going to give this kid Jason Tatum. I, 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 I told you what, earlier this week or last week, I have no more questions about Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. You have to deal with him. And let me tell you something else. This kid, Jalen Brown, ladies and gentlemen, he ain't too far behind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, okay. And the thing I love about both of those players right now is that they are playing great basketball, meaning they make the right play. Mm-hmm. They just make the right play, okay? And how do I know they make the right play? Because you can see the players around them starting to flourish in their roles, okay? You're starting to see Blake Griffin. There, I mean, where did Blake Griffin come from? Listen, this, this is what we didn't even say. Al Horford didn't play yesterday. That's, that's okay. what I'm saying. Like, Rob Williams, this is where it's scary. Rob Williams is about 12 days away from coming back, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. They're doing this without their defensive anchor. Big Al didn't play, you know... All the role players are shooting a silly percentage from three. It's one of those ones where I look at it and think, surely this shooting variance has to average out to the mean and they're going to have a cold streak coming up soon. But right now, it doesn't look like they're slowing down. Well, they're they're playing at a nice pace. You know, Mo, you, you know, I, I I have a term that kind of goes in the in the NBA circles. You have to play a, a, a blended brand of basketball. They play at a nice 
nice pace between their half court execution, getting out and running, playing advantage basketball, four against three, three against two, two against one. And the thing that they're playing mode that you have to give them Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown together. You know, Jalen Brown was maybe a little ahead of Jason Tatum on the defensive end. Well, I'm not sure right now. I think Tatum's about Jason Tatum's commitment. Jason Tatum's commitment now on the defensive end, along with Jalen Brown's commitment on the defensive end. Now you're talking about when your best players are playing along with the best defensive player on the perimeter being Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. Well, you got something special. Jalen said it, it is. Jalen said he feels like him and Tatum are the best two-way players in the league right now. Okay. And and, and that's what I'm saying. And, Mo, that's carried over to the offensive end. When you're playing defense like that, now it carries over on the offensive end because now one word comes into play when you start playing defense like this, trust. That's what I see with this team. Mm -hmm. They're beginning to trust how they play, right? Jalen Brown gets double teamed. He makes the right play. Mm Mm-hmm. Jason Tatum gets the right team. And you know what I love about this group is the team trusts those guys to win the game at the end. Because is there any doubt where the ball is going to at the end of the game? No chance. Okay. So now, Mo, they are a well-oiled machine. And they are, or they should be getting better once the Time Lord gets back in the lineup on the defensive end, which should make them that much better. Okay. So you got to give these guys credit. One thing I want to and, say with uh, um, Jason Tatum in particular is screening. If you watch the Celtics offense, he's setting a great amount of off-ball screens to get himself good looks. And he has every game, it seems like he has a couple instances where he's screening on the ball and he slips through for easy buckets. Just to get those easy well, baskets, go into the buckets, get your rhythm, see the ball go through the, the hoop. The, you're and you're then, watching the evolution of Jason Tatum right in front of us. And he's figuring out every game how to become a better scorer. And that's what's on really... The other end, though. When Jason Tatum is guarding these superstar players, the Devin Bookers of the world, whoever you name it, these guys are seeing Tatum guard them, and they're calling for screens. They're saying, no, I don't want this guy to guard me. He's tall. He's got length. He's got the speed. He's got the agility. His ability to navigate screens now. When players set screens on him to try and get the defense to switch, his ability, we talked about it a couple of days ago with Marcus Smart, or it might have been last week. Marcus Smart's ability to fight through screens and not give up the easy switch. Jason Tatum is doing exactly that. It was quite prevalent in the Raptors game the other day, and you see it again. He's not giving up on the defense event. He's extending energy on defense and on offense, and you're seeing the whole team being able to trust each other, as you alluded to. They're trusting each other on offense. So it's not that, Jason Tatum's going to ISO on every possession like we used to see with the Celtics where him and Brown would take turns. You're seeing a great team brand of basketball. And if they can keep this going, adding Rob Williams back into the mix, I don't want to get ahead of myself. So I'm just I'm just going to leave that. Let's just call it like we see it. Mo, it is fun to watch good basketball. Mm-hmm. This team defends. They limit the other team to one shot. That's rebounding. And they pass the ball and they're playing a nice brand of basketball they set screens for one another a loose ball you got two three guys on the floor they they, they, i mean when you say share the basketball they play the game with nice spacing defensively it's beautiful for them to watch and you know what i love about this team is they are a physical team Mm -hmm. they're they're physical group right i mean Mm -hmm. you, you know grant williams 
Williams and Blake Griffin, Al Horford, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. Okay, I know we live in this era of so-called pace and space, but when you play against the Celtics, they're going to touch your bodies a little bit. <laughs> they are. That's just it is what it is, and the referees call the game accordingly. They are probably the most physical team in the league right now, especially on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. And when you play them, I mean they they play they play like men. So I know this is like a new era and a new whatever, but if anything, they probably play more old school than any team Man, that you, I've seen in probably just, in the last ten years. And here's the thing. The reason why I think they did so well last season is they were big at every position. Okay, Marcus Smart is quite big for a point guard. And then they had Brown at the two, Tatum at the three, Horford at the four, and Rob Williams at the five. Okay, now without Rob Williams, they've been playing smaller lineups. They've been playing with guys like Al Horford at the five and Tatum at the four, which I thought would be a disadvantage. Well, they're shorter. I don't know if they're smaller. Yeah, yeah. They're shorter. But 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 Blake Griffin is... They're adding more size to the lineup when the time law comes back in. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'm waiting for the real test. I spoke about this before. Christmas Day against Milwaukee. That's going to be the first real test of the season, in my opinion. And we're going to have to wait and see what happens with that. I'm going to say this. They've passed the first test because they've been notorious for being a slow slow starter. Yep. So they've had, in my opinion, they've passed the first test, which is, let's see how they're going to respond. They had a little adversity over the summer. Right. We don't need to revisit that. The players clearly worked on their game. <laughs> OK, clearly, mm-hmm. clearly they didn't rest on their success last year. And clearly this team got a little taste of what it was like to be in the finals and they like it. Yep. OK, it's, it's clear. It's not like, oh, well, we got to the finals last year. We'll, we're just we're just going to waltz because we know what it takes to play when it's time to play. No, they said, you know what? We're going to come. We want home court. Okay. They set a goal. We want home court. I'm going to say, Mo, they're not playing this way in the regular season. Cause you know, it's been some talk in the, in the media about, oh, home, well, you know, the regular season doesn't matter. Okay. That's fine. If you, if you don't understand how to win a championship, you could take that perspective. <laughs> Tell them, BJ, that. flex no, on them. <laughs> no, no. If you, it, when people say that, you go, okay, they, they must not understand. Home court matters. Yep. Home court matters, Mo. It it does. Okay. Especially in the playoffs. We know that your bench plays better at home. And this team right now, their bench is playing really good. Blake Griffin right now, Mo, playing really mm-hmm. good basketball. Mm-hmm. Mo. He's this turning about like, the hands. I seen him throw down the alley the other day. Mo, <laughs> you hear me say this in the playoffs. You gotta find, you gotta find, you know, you know, like you you try to find unexpected contributions. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Blake Griffin is an unexpected contribution who was signed late that is starting for them and playing a nice role. He's found his role with this group. And this is all without Danilo Gallinari, who's missing the entire season. That's what I'm saying. Mo, that's what I'm saying. I, this team right now here, but I just want to say this. I like their mindset because right now, Mo, they're playing with the purpose. Mm-hmm. And the purpose is if we can get home court, we feel that we can win this thing. Yep. Because let me tell you something, Mo. Home court matters. And if you're going to win, I would, I'm not saying you don't need to win on the road, but let me tell you something. I like my chances even more so when I know I got that home court advantage. Well, we saw them win on the road in game six in Milwaukee and then at game seven, Grant Williams came alive. So 
The Celtics dominating the Eastern Conference with the Suns getting pulverized by the Celtics. The Pelicans on a five-game win streak shot to the top of the Western Conference. Zion Williamson during this five-game win streak. Finally healthy back on the court. 28 points, 9.8 rebounds, 6 assists, 1.8 steals, 1.6 blocks on 65% field goal shooting per game. Brandon Ingram has missed time. CJ's not been having the best run of form. Zion Williamson is really making some noise. He's, you know, if he's staying on yeah. the court, he's really doing his thing. This might be the best kind of stretch of games that we've seen in his career so far. And he looks like he's only getting more and more comfortable out there. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 um, you know, I, I watched them last night in detail. I watched them last night. They played, they played the Pistons last night, and I watched in detail. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm. First of all, I want to give a shout out to Zion Williamson for what he's done physically right, with his body. He's, he's a big man. Okay, and he's never. You know, it's not, you know, some, some people are just big, right? Well, he's just a big man. Relatable. He's never really relatable. Get, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're never going to see not, me skinny, PJ. He's, he's, I can relate yeah, this on a personal he's a, level. He's just, a, yeah, he's just a big man. However, you know what, Mo? I like how he's changed his game to where he's added more skill to his game now. We're seeing points. He Zion. still has the explosiveness. Yes, I'm talking about Zion. Zion now... You know, I, I I just watched him close, you know, I was like, let me watch him because CJ was back in the lineup. You know, Brandon is not there. So I always like to see how players play the spacing on the floor. Mo, he's got a nice rhythm right now. Mm -hmm. You know how you watch players and you're playing with a nice rhythm? Mm -hmm. First, I want to give a shout out to him. And that coaching staff has done a nice job. They put him in really nice situations where he catches that ball on the move, Mo. And he, you know, you, you, I look at players and I always say great players, you know, you look at the players, you go, what's his move? What's his signature move? You know, if some players had the fade away, this guy has the jab step, this guy has the footwork, mm -hmm. this guy, if he just gets to the paint mode, he's unstoppable. Did, did you see how many times against the Pistons, he would be in the paint going to score a layup and they would literally bear hug him and try and drag him to the floor and he would no, still no, he, make the bucket. Mo, his signature move is just get him the ball on the move in the paint. Mo, he's so quick. You know, no, Mo, he's so quick and explosive. There's nothing you can do. I, I'm just convinced now, Mo, there's nothing you can do with him. That's his signature move. Just get him the ball on the move in the paint somewhere, and he'll figure out the rest. Mm -hmm. He's that good. I, I, I like what he's doing. I like how they utilize him. He plays the four, the five, or whatever position he plays. You know, he's just got a nice rhythm and a nice flow and they seem to have really he settled in so mm -hmm. you know i i think they're going to be a tough group and once bi gets back in the lineup they're going to be tough so uh you know give the pelicans and their staff and their team hope that the one kid gets back he got hurt last night alvarado yep. um he got hurt last night However, you know, my guy, Willie Green, you they're, know, they're playing together as a unit together. as well. You can yes, see the chemistry they're, they're playing, coming through your screen. Yes, yes. The yes, egos aren't playing. involved. But just to finish off, we got to talk about one more team in the Western Conference. Because Sacramento. they're only half a game. No, not Sacramento. Not today. Although, <laughs> although, did you, did I send you the picture that I saved yesterday? BJ, I can't remember if I sent this to you or not. If I, if I didn't, I'm going to send it to you right now. Okay. I saw the funniest thing happen last night. Look at your phone right now. The Milwaukee Bucks played the uh, Sacramento Kings and the Milwaukee Bucks took the win. And remember when we were like, any team's going to copy the beam. 
the Milwaukee Bucks made a beam just especially for playing against the Sacramento Kings. And look what they put on the Jumbotron in their arena when they beat that the Kings last hilarious. night. They made an animation that of is... a green beam coming out of the, sac- uh, the Milwaukee that arena. That is, I'm telling you, man, that is <laughs> That great. might be the best trolling so far of the season. Yeah, I loved it. That is great. Uh, that is awesome. That is great. That is great. You know what? <laughs> I love the beam. I'm all I'm all about the beam. Mo, we gotta get us a beam. We gotta get us a beam. The Hoop Mo. Genius podcast. We have an orange beam going to Skype. Yeah, yeah, we got a beam. I you do know, want to talk about the Kings. Just let everybody know. I want to talk about the Memphis Grizzlies real quick. They're half a game okay. back from oh. the first seed. Yes. Jarman Rant, Desmond Bain, and Jaron Jackson Jr. are yet to play any minutes together so far this season. And yet they're okay. half a game back off the first seed. Four game win streak coming along nicely. They're really ticking things over. Like we've seen them be able to overcome injuries last season when John Morant was out for a stretch and Jaron Jackson Jr.'s missed time as well. I like what they're doing down there in Memphis. Do you think that they could run up this regular season as well? Well, you know, I'm I'm looking at this Western Conference right now. And that's not a clear-cut favorite. You know, Memphis could come out of this. Memphis could come out of this Western Conference. The reason why these two teams, New Orleans and Memphis, excite me so much is they've got youth on their side you know like the Warriors and the Clippers and these guys then they've got aging rosters the Mavericks by the way great job with Tim Hardaway Jr. coming into the starting lineup he's been playing a million times better but they were on fire right you, you know Luca's younger but but these two teams John Morant and Zion Williamson respectively leading these two teams this is really we're seeing the future of the Western Conference and they already well, started to put it know, together you know, when you, I think right now, no one has really solidified, you know, that statement. However, I agree with you when you just look at age, you know, I I, I agree with you. You know, when you yeah. look at John Morant, you look at Zion, certainly you would go, wow, those guys, if they can be healthy or maintain their health, they're going to be there for quite some time. Mm-hmm. This this year in the Western Conference, it looks like to me it's 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 up for it, it's 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 up for anyone's mm-hmm. you know what I mean like it, it it's up for grabs right now okay I I don't know if there's a clear cut favorite as far as teams you know New Orleans right now sits at the top you know Phoenix is you know right there Memphis Denver has been hovering within the top four probably most consistent out of those teams but then you start talking to Sacramento. Okay, raise your hand if you had Utah in the top eight <laughs> this late <laughs> in the season. Okay, <laughs> okay. Shout out to Andy Williams, listen you know, to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, you know, we all thought, or at least I thought, the Clippers would be better, but they they've had some health issues. The Warriors right now are what in the ninth or tenth spot as we as we're as we're talking. Tough loss last night to the Utah Jazz. So it's anyone's grab right now. Now, you know the. People in the NBA would say it's a marathon, and they are right. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's 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 going to be tough. It's it's going to be tough. You know, I think it's going to be tough here, and uh, you know, I'm just really excited to see, you know, teams like Sacramento playing good good basketball. Mm-hmm. It was a good it was a good game. Did you watch the game against Milwaukee? I did. I did not. I did not so, watch so that last night. Here's one thing. Giannis' free throw shooting is back to taking a long time, but he went 9 of 10 from the line. He had a, another typical Giannis performance, 35, 6, and 7. 
12 of 19 from the field, 9 of 10 from the free I mean, throw line. Eight you know what? Straight he has nice, like, just, and we don't even, and we don't even, straight we don't even say 30 point you know game. I, mean? I know, Mo. I, you know what? I, I can't take normalized. this guy for granted. He's so, he's so, he's so, he's so good. He's so good. What are they like? What What are they? They've only lost like, like six or seven games. In their second in the East, yeah, six games. Uh, Giannis has more points than minutes in his last eight games. Now, this is why when people, I had a, I had a, you know, I'm just going to tell you a story. I had a conversation with my friend, Harry, shout out to Harry uh, recently. And we were having a debate and he was, he was bringing me all these stats, right? Because we're arguing about the best, who's better players all time. Okay. And he's bringing me all these stats. And I'm saying, my brother, stats aren't real. Because if Giannis really wanted to, he could go out and average 40 or 50 if he really wanted to. He plays 30 minutes, 35 minutes some nights. Some nights he plays less than 30, but he still puts up 30 points. There are other superstars, people who may even be in the so-called GOAT discussion that I watched be down 20 and still stay in the game to get to their 27, 30 points. Or they'll be up massively and still stay in the game to get their points. But Giannis, he stays in his lane, does his thing, and it's amazing to see. That's what I just wanted to say on that. I, I, you know, listen, he, he, he's, I, you, you, I, I don't have any more descriptions for him other than I just look at the schedule and go, I can't wait to watch him play. Mm-hmm. I love him. I love everything about him. I love everything he stands for, what he, how he plays the game and Middleton back. You can really tell they missed Middleton. And and there's yeah, and he's and that their, much better. Their offseason signing, Joe Ingles, has just been assigned to the G League, which means he's starting to get reps in, and he could be back way earlier than anticipated. I don't know what impact he's gonna have on a team and how the fit's gonna look, but it's just yeah, a, another you know, body. I mean, I it was a bit of a questionable fit because the way he plays doesn't typically fit with someone like that. But I, I will say this, I will say this. I, I like say, his I IQ, I feel like he can make it worse. Yeah, make it worse. I, I, that's what I was gonna say. I think he fits probably how they want to play. However, Mo, however, you know, he is, he he does have toughness, check. He has size, check. However, when you talk about the players he's going to have to defend in that Eastern Conference Finals, there's a certain level of athleticism that you're going to have to play with when you're talking about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Now, Mo, there's a certain level of athleticism. Off an I ACL. like Joe Eagles. <laughs> Off an ACL, too. Hey, 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 hey. With or without. There's a Maybe certain they'll level get of him to guard Al Horford. Hey, hey. Uncle Al in the playoffs is a different player. So I got to put my, I got to put some respect on his name. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, we know Grant Williams is due for one game. He's due mm-hmm. for one game. At least playoffs. he's playing Wendy. way better this season. Uh, uh, I think he can give you a couple. Yeah. Games. I don't, I don't know. You know, uh, he, you know, he, he, I feel like he, he goes to the coaching staff and say, just let me know when you need this 30 point game. I only got one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think right now, Joe Ingles is capable of playing in, at that level. Okay. However, there's a certain level of athleticism that's going to be needed. Okay. Now, their best defender is Drew Holiday. He, he's their best, you know, perimeter defender. And their best 
defender, right, probably in the league, is, is Giannis. So you're going to ask him to, at some point to take on Tatum or Brown and carry the load on the offensive end and dominate on the boards and distribute the basketball and take on the double team. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. Mo, I don't know where this – but I like Joe Ingles. I just don't know if Joe Ingles and Chris Middleton match up physically. With Jalen well, Brown and Jason well, Tatum. Well, luckily for them, Chris Middleton turns into prime Michael Jordan whenever he plays the Celtics. He hits game winners. Okay. He puts up 30, oh, yeah, 40 yeah, points. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I, it is I, for hey. Chris Middleton. Maybe it's Chris Middleton I used is a player. Make, I used to make so many jokes about Chris Middleton, and I think it's karma yeah. that now he just tortures my team every time he plays them. But yeah, I want to end the show on, on this one thing. Yes. Shout outs to BG, Brittany Griner, Fresh Home. Yes. I don't know yes. if you have that saying in the States. Yes. Fresh Home on the flight back to the U.S., freedom after i think it was 294 days in mm-hmm. custody mm-hmm. over there in russia shout out to her i'm happy for her happy for her family to have her yes. back you know yes. shout out to her yes hold it down because yeah. that can't have been easy but bj yeah. and i'll be back monday for more nba talk bj Mo, i need i need i got i need more you know i i need i memphis i got to start watching these teams i got to start watching memphis now new orleans these games well i think these games are meaningful right now like, every, game, game. every game, every game is meaningful. Game. There's meaningful. not a single. Yeah, I, and, I think and, these games. and the games where you think, nah, I'm, I'm not going to watch that. I'll watch the highlights tomorrow. They always turn out to be the best games. This league yeah, right yeah. now, every team has players that you need to see. Every team has a storyline that you need to see. I'm excited. Any games over the weekend yeah. that are going to capture your eye? Because we've got Giannis' oh. Bucks and Lucas Mavericks on Friday night. Tonight, going up against each other. The Suns and the Pelicans battle for the first seed. The Lakers, if LeBron and AD are back healthy, I don't know what's going on with them, are facing the Sixers. The Kings and the Cavs, BJ, there's just so many games. There's just so the many King, games. Yeah, I watched the Cavs and the like. I watched the Cavs and the Lakers. You know what? That that, that Laker team, man. I, I like that. I like that Laker team. Mm-hmm. I like them a little bit. They they battled last night. I mean, they lost, but they battled. Um, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, those are good games. I the mean, game of the weekend, games. though, the game of the weekend, we have an NBA Finals rematch, the Celtics and the Warriors on Saturday night. Oh, I'll be, oh. Ooh, what we could do, oh, oh, what we okay. could oh, do oh. is do a little watch party on playback. Oh, hey, 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 hey. It, Bo, that that depends. That, that depends. I need to see the demand from the people. You guys got to tell me in the Discord or tweet me or Instagram me and let me know. We're only going to do it if you guys all make enough noise. Let me know if you want to see us doing these watch-alongs again, where you can watch the game and have us commentate and have a conversation with us during the game. You guys let us I'm know. I'm down. Hey, Mo. I'm down with that, Mo. I'm down with that. You know, hey, Mo. It's, it's down to the people, ball bouncing. It's Mo, down to the people. people. If there's a ball bouncing and shoes squeaking, I'm there, baby. I'm there. That's right. BJ is an avid squash player. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's all right, really guys. Funny, appreciate you guys for checking in with us all week. We're going to be back on Monday with more. If you want to see the watch party, make some noise on social media and we'll get that cracking for you. In the meantime, share the show with a friend, leave a review, leave a five-star rating, and most importantly, get buckets.